testing, testing, <laughs> one, two, three. I don't even okay. know if I'll use it, but just in case. Major Tom to ground control. <laughs> all right, so first of all, though, I think that learning target is great. I can write multiplication and division equations that match a story problem. Like, the kids know multiplication. They also know equation. They know that. So division is going to be the new word there in the learning target, which needs to be. Um, what's the story problem we see? Have you created this assessment yet? Uh, that's not the one. That's not a description of it, but we do have an assessment for this lesson. Oh, okay. I shared that with you as well, but here it is right oh, here. Cool. So oh, you can cool. kind of look at both. Woo, thanks. Okay. The first page is the first assessment. Okay. Gosh, gotcha. so. Okay, that's all the language stuff. Yeah, these are great sentence stems. And like I was saying with Yelena, the main words are like total, which in multiplication, like that was like our end part, right? And with division, the switch will be like that now comes in the beginning. So using like that language too, like ending, beginning, total, groups, yep, and how many are in each group is the language they know from multiplication. So these are great sentence stems. Blank groups of blank equals. Mm -hmm. Wait, Tom, is this the accurate one? Or is this our old one? And I think this is the accurate one. Because remember we did the one with Dr. H where it was all purple, and that was the one we did. For the lesson plan? Yeah. Like it was in our assessment page. Yeah, no, I have the assess. Yeah, that's what she's looking at on my computer screen. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah, like this, this language, academic language oh, stuff okay. is old. Oh, okay. This is. This is a separate document than what I just pulled out. Wait, okay. Okay. I can write, okay. Mm hmm. Okay, I'm gonna start there. I'm gonna like tie in all these. I see. So this is for the first lesson? They do that after the first lesson? This was just an example she provided us. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we, yeah, we were looking at the first lesson when we created all that. The purple stuff, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I think for the first lesson. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we really, the kids really haven't even had that much experience matching an equation, like doing multiple choice like that. They've maybe done that once this year. I think that'd be really tricky. Um, 
Yeah, I would, no. Like, we want them to get there, and they will by the end of the unit, but not even in this first module, they won't get there. Um, which they can do it. They just will need more practice with all elements of the unit to get there. So, wait, so is this the lesson plan? This is the language used in oh, the lesson. Geez, the and then this is thing. the, yeah, so okay. this is the for the second plan. The purple is for the academic language for the first lesson. Okay, okay. Yeah, I so would. So you kind of ignore that. Yeah, we all were in agreement on that. Yeah. This, this would be. Even with the sentence stems, like I would start simple and grow it. Like the total is, and like what does that represent? Like the total is 12, which like shows 12 legs. Like, um, and then like we were drawing earlier, um, how many are in each group? So how many legs are on each horse? And then how many groups? How many horses? So like all they're doing is replacing the word groups with what the story problem's about. But total, each, and groups. Because um, it says like the blank in this equation means. So don't even bother with that too I think much. that's a little, yeah, I think it's too much. I would just say like. And in that sequence, too, you'd be like, the total is... So we were looking, this is our... Um, oh, wait, we use these sentence stems. Yeah, oh, that's great. Those are great. So what if we remove those and just have a poster that has, like, the division problem and then right below it, these sentences? Yes. Instead. Yep. Because this is complicating even me. I don't know how to incorporate this mm -hmm. in my lesson. I was talking to Elena about like your first lesson have like an anchor chart at the front there that says like division at the top and then like you can even just gather like when have you heard that word divide and they'll probably remember from fractions it's like to split up and like write on that chart kind of capture some of their ideas what they think division means and then have this like division is where you have your total but I would like label this total underneath like you start with your total, that's the dividing sign, divided by, and then the tricky thing here, sorry, to scratched you, are those last two boxes can be flipped depending on the story problem. So it could be like, do you, this is like, what do you know? Do you know the number of groups or do you know how many are in each group? Okay, and in this situation, we're more focused on groups, right? The, for the horse thing, it's, how many are in each group, or how many legs are on each horse? So there's like four legs of horse. So you're trying to figure out the number of groups. Okay, so this would just be groups. Yeah, that's groups. Group. And that's how many, yeah, each, how many are in each group or whatever. Uh huh. Okay. And then this chart will be up like the whole unit, and you can keep pointing to it and referring to it all throughout your lesson and those will be the supportive se sentence stems for your ELLs and your like kids with IEPs um, that like big writing clear in the front that's gonna be the money shot right there okay I think we're just gonna do this then. yeah I think the simpler the better the more I observe like what we do in our classroom it's like you just have to go slow and, mm -hmm. and make it simple 
Yeah. Because otherwise, there's just so much confusion. Mm -hmm. And when you make it simple, you can actually go like deeper with them. It's like you don't have to cover all this surfacey stuff that's gonna go over their head. Like, focus it in and then like go deep. You know, give them the chance to grapple with and explore and have a growth mindset and like make those discoveries. And I know it doesn't make for a clear lesson plan on your end, but it's like that's what's best for the kids. You know, because um, it's like they could take this lesson in a really cool direction depending on what they say but still meet the learning target so i feel like yep just okay. that like over and over again since the objective is writing them we have to have them practice writing the equations things. so how should we do that i guess let's look at the lesson plan first and yeah. see what we have and then where we can incorporate that totally so um, there yeah, you go Yesterday you drew pictures of something that comes in fours and create a chart. Okay, we're going to take a closer look and write both. Mm -hmm. Great. Does anyone know? Yeah, there you go. Does anyone know what division means? And like write it down. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't really matter. Like any prior knowledge they have, like, right, you know how we did with fractions back there, I was telling Elena? Like, uh, anyway. <laughs> Real quick, Kelly, yeah. how do you how do you break down division for students? Like, how do you explain it in terms they can understand? Well, they'll they have to connect it to multiplication first to like really get it. But you can also just think of like, hey, have you ever like shared a pizza with your family you know it's like or anytime you shared something so it really connects to fractions what we'll just be finishing up so it's like to divide or split up and the kids usually ends up using the wording split up like equally and but, like, that's the thing the lesson plan mentioning that like to be aware of that because it's like a misconception because they're focused on grouping instead of sharing things right but still, like, equal groups is still, like, equal shares. Like, it's so connected to fractions, too, you know? So, yeah, equal groups is probably a good term to, to equal keep groups. using. Yep. Equal groups, which will connect to fractions, which will connect to multiplication that they've already done. So, I mean, I would just hear, like, as a little assessment, too, just be like, what, where have you heard division? What do you think it means? And just kind of get, like, hear their ideas out. And be like, yeah, like, division is when you, like, have a total that you're like split I uh, see I want to be careful my wording huh like dividing up into like equal groups to be fair to like share something equally kind of like fractions um so we had a different thing there we had what experiences have you already had with writing multiplication equations to match the story is that not a good they I don't think they would really know what to say to that okay I see so like that's good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to make edits while yeah. we're going through? Is that cool? So, yeah. so what should we say instead for that? So I would, I mean, I would just say it like that. Like, does anyone know what division means? Or when have you ever heard of the word division? And they have. It's like they kind of started thinking about it in multiplication, but they were, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll be coming back to this. And then, um, I think just like leaving it there and then we'll come back to the chart. So like, uh, yeah, I want, this question's a little tricky. 
So should I ask like who do we use division or what will we use division for? For activating that analysis? Yeah, you could say that. Like even just what do you think division is? Like when have you used division or dividing or something or sharing with your family or friends? Um, and then you could say like, yeah, today we'll be, hey, cutie. <laughs> today, we could be like, today we'll be thinking of division and how it's so closely related to multiplication. Uh, for the first part? Oh, for this part. Oh, okay. So you already have the activating prior knowledge, right? Like, what, what do you think division means? Where have you maybe heard of it? And then... Yeah, like today we're going to like dive into division and they're going to be pumped because they like brought it up with multiplication and be like, and like making those connections to multiplication by writing both equations. Like I would just make like all about the connections. Um, does that make sense? So like today we're going to dive into division by writing well, multiplication and division equations. Yeah. You, or just like by, by connecting it to, like we will dive into division by connecting it to multiplication. You are like experts on multiplication. Um, and that will then use multiplication and division to write equations that like match a story problem. Mm -hmm. Does that make kind of sense? I mean, there's so many different ways you could word it. I'm just trying to think how it could be a clear sequence. Or like, yeah, today we're gonna see what division actually looks like by think, I always actually used to say, division is like thinking multiplication. Anyway. And I was, this might be a bad idea, but like, so, in my mind, it may be an easy connection is like addition, they can think of, or sorry, they can think of multiplication as adding by equal groups. Mm -hmm. And division is just like subtracting by equal groups. It's the same idea, right? Mm -hmm. You think trying to connect it to addition and subtraction would be wise or would might that might bring up some misconceptions or? You totally could. And one division strategy is subtracting that equal group until you get to zero. But I think um, the subtraction part, I would wait on that. Okay. I would wait on that and have today, like this first day, just making the connection between the two, multiplication, division, and see like the link, you know? So maybe we can write your pose up multiplication we already know that and then today we're going to see how we can write multiplication and division equations to represent the same problem yeah or, or yeah. similar problem or yeah like today yeah like we will um See, like really to see what division this is their first experience with division which I know makes this really tricky for you both <laughs> <laughs> right and it's just like hey we're just gonna see what division looks like by connecting it to multiplication because they're so related so by the end of today you'll be able to look at a story problem 
and write a multiplication and division equation. Like, cool, let's see what division looks like, you know? Like, let's just see how it goes. And, um, and the word, like, they also don't, the word represent, they haven't heard much. I would just say, like, show. show. I would just use the word, like, show. Or matches. Like, what matches the story problem? Like, match it up. Show or match, either word is fine. I think, rep yeah. Um, how does that feel for the first part? Like, what is division? Let's see what it looks like. Connect it to multiplication and write some equations. I'm trying to like word it in a good way. Um, so we were going to see how. Even like just see what division looks like. How division looks like. Connect it to multiplication. And write equations that match a story problem, that match a story. For this part, Tom, while Yelena's writing, we were thinking about taking, like, taking a picture of the chart that you build and then making copies for each kid to have to be able to write their equations on. Okay. Does that make sense? Because yeah. we were like, oh, just have them like write in their math notebooks their equations, but they really need that visual in front of them and to like see the little legs. And that would be hard from kids in the back to look at a little chart up front. For sure. And they could mark it up, they could circle things, they could write what they notice. And then the chart, is it gonna be roughly like this big or does it need to be bigger than this, you think, when we're up? Um, I always turned it sideways, and I think it ended up being two, so I turned it horizontally and taped two of them together, so it was like that big. Oh, nice, Double. okay. Just a really big one. Yep, or you could get paper like that and do it like this big. you have access to all this stuff in the supply room? Yeah, okay. totally. I would make it big. Like, I would actually just put it here, Yelena, like cover up the whole number corner thing with that chart. Okay, and we're still going to do this like on Wednesday, probably. What? Tuesday, when they actually draw them. Tuesday, they're drawing them. And then Thursday, we're... So then after Tuesday's lesson, you'll organize them on yeah. the chart. It doesn't have to be with the kids. It could actually end up, if you have the chart paper ready, and as they're finishing drawing, just start organizing them that way. Like one, and then two, you know, just tape them up there. Okay, we'll just, that's not like the problem. Oh, yeah. But make it like big for sure. And then I think if we take a picture of it, copy it on paper, then they like that's so important for them to be able to like circle or highlight or sketch on that and then write the equations right next to it. And then should we give them that chart in the very beginning, like before they even talk about what they notice about it? I mean, I think right after here, you could like have like Karen and Brina, our passback papers crew, like pass it out to everybody and then give them like, yeah, give them a minute to look at it. Like, okay, I'm gonna give you like one minute of quiet think time. What do you notice? Start like a timer of one minute. When the timer goes off, we'll share what we notice and keep it super open. 
Um, and like you said. Is it right? Should we write it down or is it not necessary? What the timer thing? No, like what they notice. Should we write their what they notice down somewhere or? You could. Um, I don't think it's the important part okay. right now. Just sharing their. The sharing, and they could jot it. Like they could also just jot it on like. Um, I guess I don't want them to, you wouldn't want them to write where the equations will be, but yeah. Yeah, just share it out loud, it's fine. Okay, so after students share what they notice, ask students how many lakes do you see in the first row of our chart? I'm almost changing my mind about that. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's like a spot on the chart though, like a little section where you could just drop down some things that they're noticing. That's not a big deal, but. Kind of like with that ordering fractions one, like we were just like they picked a new color for each kid, what they said. That might be helpful actually. Yeah. Have the chart and then a thing next to it. You could even be on the same I mean, chart. Or they'd probably just be observing more like just horses or whatever they can That's do. true. There's nothing on there yet. That's true. Scratch what I just said. I just remember, yeah. Just sharing that loud's fine. Okay. Yeah. So then we ask them, how many legs do you see in the first row? And then ask someone, how many do you see in the second, third, and just go around. And then students will raise their hands and say how much are in each row, right? The total? Yeah. Like, like just the first number, the total? Like how many legs in the first row? How many legs in the second? So, and like, they will say, like, 4, 8, 12? Yeah. Okay. And then, how are you figuring out your answers? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that part? I think, like, um, I would almost start... I mean, you could do that. I'd almost start with like just the first one on like building the multiplication equation together. Um, like how many, oh, let's see. Um, does it start with how many, does, does everyone start with four? Or does it start with four? Does this is the first number one, two, three, four? on the yeah. multiplication. Does that make sense? Uh, it starts with four yeah. for all of them? Okay. So I would do the first one, like how many legs are on each horse? Four. And have everybody like write it on their sheet like you're building the equation together. Times how many horses? One equals how many total legs? Four. And I would almost just go through... So skip the part where you're asking students how many legs are in each row yeah because you're getting at like the total right which will be the last number which i think once you've written out all your multiplication equations then you could do that part like look at our total legs like which patterns do you notice like that last number so yeah like if this was the okay here's the right all of them yeah Let's, let's figure out how would we write this first um, picture of the multiplication equation. And we start with how many legs are on each horse, like four, and they would also write four, times how many horses are there, one, equals how many total legs, four. 
four, you know, times two equals eight, and so forth. Then I would almost do that part. It's like, okay, like how many total legs? Like, what do you notice about our total? We're like going up by fours. Okay, because that part doesn't make sense anyways. Like, what's the point of asking them how much do they need each row? Yeah, I don't think we need that seen. part. Okay. I'll take that out. I would just go right to... And in the lesson plan, they actually have... Words. Yeah, they have you write the words first. So let's label each... It says, let's label each row with words and numbers. How many horses are there in the first row? Oh, they start with one, not four. It's flipped. Um, well, they're not writing equations yet. It's just, oh. how many horses are in the first row? And then you ask, how many legs? And then it says, okay, I'm going to write that in words. One horse has four legs. I'll go get my book. It has that right. chart. So you would write, one horse has four legs. Sorry. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. And then you write, okay, how can we write a multiplication equation that matches that? So how many horses do we have? One. And then each horse has four legs times four equals four total legs. Oh, it's confusing. Do, yeah, oh, the that. one first, okay. I just think like if you combine the two of like if you said that's one horse times there's four legs each. And we should have this all written out prior, right? So we can pull it off and talk about it. I think we mentioned that. Or I, I would well I don't yeah, like at least with all the words, because sometimes it's like you're just standing here writing like this, yeah, the rest it, of, like, yep. you know? You don't want your back to the class. You can have this like strip ready, and you're just like clunking up there, and it already has this written on it. So these, this is the wording I would do. I'd combine the two. Like, instead of writing one horse has four legs, one times four equals four. I would just write it like that. Because that's also how they're going to see it on this chart, with like those Okay. Blanks, you know? And then you eventually get to this where you're... Right. Four legs. See, I, yeah, I've actually, I've never written all that stuff before. I mean, you can try it. It's also your lesson. If that no, it seems more complicated, honestly. I, yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe you have it enough here, and then you can be like, okay, so now look, we're going to take the total that we ended with mm -hmm. um, for multiplication, and then we start with that total yes. for division. Yeah. So you're just like going in reverse. Yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah, so like the four is actually staying in the same spot. It's just, I don't know, maybe because I noticed that. I would just simplify it. Like that's a lot of writing for you and the kids. Like again, just keeping it simple. Like does that make sense? Because then what you could have is like a division card ready to stick up there. So this would be a card. And when I say cards, it could be like these. Yeah. Like you could have one color for multiplication and one color for division. Where do we get all that stuff? So, so, okay. yeah. so skip all of that, like words and everything. Yeah. Just after they share what they notice, yep. we're going to just straight away go to how many horses do you see? Yeah. How many legs each? Mm -hmm. What is the total legs we see? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so while you're doing that, the kids can just write the numbers write this part. Um, 
I think the words are helpful for them to see, but like have them be doing something so they're not just watching you do yeah. the learning and the work. You know, so it's like they just write the equation, not the words, unless they want to. Like Jane will probably write the words too, you know? So should we say before we even write this, okay, so let's write it all together. You know what would be actually the best? Is if your card that you have prepped has just the words underneath, but you're writing the numbers with the kids. Oh, okay. So they just write numbers, not words, because it's going to take long. So I would have this on your card, ready to go, and then have the kids like pencils ready. Let's figure out the numbers to write for our equation. Like how many horses? And then, like, you and the kids write once. You know, how many legs does we each have? One, two, three, four. How many total legs are there? Four. So, like, you have, does that make sense to have that on each card? And then, like, each division card. So, you go through that whole thing. And then, when you go through it again, division, like a new colored card, it would be. This would say total legs, you know, space for legs. Each, again, is in the middle, equals how many horses. And we probably shouldn't cover up the multiplication with the division. No. We should keep it below so they can, okay. Yeah, and we might want, you might want to like even We're cut gonna... these cards in half so there's enough room. So, so yeah, okay. Wait, I skipped something here. Um, should we do, all the equations first, the multiplication equations, and then division? Yes. Yep, and stop and reflect after each one. So, like, you do all the multiplication cards, then what do you notice? Like, what patterns do you see? And they'll probably see, like, oh, the horses are going up by ones. They each have four legs. That doesn't change. The total's going up by fours. And give them a chance to, like, share what they see there. Mm -hmm. And they're like, cool, we know multiplication. Well, guess what? Division is the same thing. So like, yeah. the division, you start with your total. You start with your big number in the beginning. And then you can put up like the cards. We can see the same story, but in a new way. Like, what's our total legs? Four divided by, you know? Does that make sense? And then after you go through all the division, equations to match. Like, now what do you notice? Okay. Um, yeah, we have so much like useless things on here, honestly. Well, that's like all in the curriculum, but that's why it, it's so tricky. It's like there's so much to weed. It's like weeding a garden, right? Yeah. <laughs> weed out way, all that stuff. Yeah, but the way you described it makes much more sense okay, to okay. me and how to uh, give students that like practice and work, it's so much simpler. Like yeah. when you look at the curriculum, cool. it's like, I don't know how to deal with this. It's so weird. It is hard. Like I, the only reason why I know to do it that way is because I've taught this lesson many times before, but the first time teaching it, I'm like, what the heck? Like, how are you, like, you've never seen it play out. Neither has Janelle. That's why Janelle's like, I don't even know, like, peace out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this is. And Janelle's been teaching forever, but it's like when you've never taught a lesson before, how are you supposed to know what to take out or not? Yeah. You know? Okay, I'm 
can't record all this time. Is it recording? It <laughs> is recording. Okay, good. I'm going to listen to this back later. Oh, if you can send it to me. <laughs> I see it's red. I think it's yes. recording. Okay. okay. Um, so should we skip out on the how many legs would you see in the row after the last one on our chart? Oh, or you can that, see that. Or is that part of the pattern? Yeah, like you could have them like predict. You mean like a row that's not on the chart? Yeah. Like if you were, yeah, I think that's fun. Okay. Like, hey, predict what you think would come next in our pattern. Like if we were to add a whole other row, what would we see here? And they could even jot it down. You could have them draw it on their paper. Like draw what that row would look like. Actually, that could be an assessment opportunity. Draw what that next row would look like and write a multiplication and division equation to match it. You can. You don't have to, but I think it's a fun. Just I mean, that would be great, but maybe it's too small for our, our like NTPA assessment thing that we have to True. analyze at the end. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, we can ask them as like challenging questions like that or that go beyond what they see. Um, so how do we, at the end, how do we make that, I highlighted that. Um, because I wanted to know what can we ask to just finalize that connection between multiplication division at the end of the lesson. So you know what you could use? That connection sentence stem that we've been using in IB. The blue one, what are the similarities and or differences between multiplication and division? Like you could do a Venn diagram with the kids. They've done that before, like terrarium and aquarium. You could have them write on that paper somewhere, like what, what's the same, what's different. And like what's the same, they all have equal groups and totals. What's different, it's just kind of like the big number comes at the end or the beginning. You know what I mean? Okay, so I'll just write what are the similarities you see between multiplication. Yeah, what are the similarities and differences? But break it up into two. Like you could say, like, what are the similarities, or what's the same, and then gather what they have to say, and then be like, how are they different? Like, why are they then called two different things? Okay, and that's how we should end the lesson, basically, before they go off to like an assessment. Yeah. Okay, and then. Yeah, that makes more sense. This is this makes much more sense. Oh, I feel bad. You wasted all this time. Like I wish. You, sorry. Oh, no. It's hard, like I said, weed it out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and then the assessment. Let's go to the assessment. Okay. Is that and on here? Whether or not it matches. Okay. This one? Honestly, this seems too complicated now, and I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Good. Like, what if we just, not the horses or whatever they draw, but have pictures of something there, like multiple pictures. Yes. And then write that same sentence that we had up there, where it's like, what is the total? What is yes. the whatever? And then they fill in the blanks. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It could just that be like a little thing you collect, right? A little slip with... Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, have to be a whole. So like, yeah. Maybe we have like three bikes or whatever. 
like not this, but something like this, like a picture. Yeah, that. That's what I was Yeah, thinking. of something. It should be, you could have, um, I was going to say some sort of living organism that, that we have in our class. That would be nice for like, the connection for the prior But pill bugs have like a ton of freaking legs. <laughs> we'll think of something. Worms have one, so those aren't helpful. Uh, it could be butterfly wings, or I don't know. It could be snails antennas. <laughs> okay, and should we have like two multiplication equations, two division ones? Um, or should we have one picture and then have them write a multiplication equation and a division for one picture? Yeah, I would pick like one, yeah, like series of pictures, like one of these, like octopuses or sea stars or something, or like, I don't know, if we could do something living in here, that'd be great, but um, like if it's sea stars, write a multiplication and division equation that matches this picture, because going to a story problem would be a jump because all they'd been doing was from pictures at that point. And then some of the kids can't read on their, you know what right. I mean? Like it's just. Yeah. So. But can we write like that kind of thing, like seven sea stars, how many arms? Um, that, but that would be asking for a multiplication equation and you want them to write both, right? So I would just say like, look at this picture, like write a multiplication and division equation and you can give them, you can have, like those little things like you could they could it could be on a note card that you collect yeah so i was thinking just doing basically the pictures and then this thing right next to it and it supports them like so they know the total each group has this and then group, and they write it mm -hmm. and that's them practicing like exactly what we just went over which yeah. is what you want right yeah but write one multiplication and one division. Because although there is like four in a fact family, just do one of each at that point, you know? Because you could write like two times four equals eight or four times two equals eight, but I wouldn't worry about that right now. So should we do two pictures and then write multiplication division equation for both of them? I would just do one picture. One, okay. Write a multiplication and a division equation to match. And then we can maybe have a challenge problem because we are supposed to figure out, you know, put something in there for the students that are a bit above and beyond. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. You could totally have a challenge. Or it could even be like, hey, if you were to add one more C star to this picture, draw it and write two new equations or something. So it's like just that notice, like, I think that'd be good to do on there. Like what would be predict what you think the next row would look like. Um, and you could do the same for something like that. So for our learning target, instead of saying story problem, should we just say problem? Yeah, I was wondering that. I mean, you could also just say... Um, or match a scenario. Maybe not scenario. Um, I always look up synonym for scenario. <laughs> yeah. Or even picture is fine. Really. Match. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I think so picture is fine. 
Oh, just problem. Sure. It doesn't matter. Sure. Problem's fine. Okay, great. Does that feel better for the first lesson? Yes, way better. Okay. And the first lesson was kind of the one I feel like we were the most unsure of and yeah. sort of struggling with is how to make that connection for them, like yeah. get them there. Mm -hmm. It was like I was sitting there and I'm like, what? Like, this doesn't even make sense. And where are they making connections between division and multiplication when they're just writing or the teacher is just writing? They're right. not doing anything. Right. I have a ton of those uh, colored strips that you can like cut up and use, but like I said, I would just pick like one color for multiplication, one color for division. Mm -hmm. Okay, want to look at the next lesson? Yeah. You have what about? Time. You have time? Yeah. Okay. Totally. No, I don't. <laughs> like we canceled our two thirty meeting, so I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Um, are you both doing okay on time? Yeah. yeah, we have a class at four, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not too concerned about that class. Well, I don't care about that class. Honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna skip it just so that we can know lessons that are that are Keisha's mom. Oh, Keisha, love that child. Keeps it interesting. Sorry, his mom texts me like every day. I think. Um, second lesson, yeah. So, oh, I do want to say, though, about, like, sorting. So are you going to just have them do it on a note card or a little half sheet, the little assessment piece for at what? the end of this first lesson? Yeah, like, we're going to create a worksheet for them. Too. Like a little half sheet yeah. of paper yeah. probably great. would be fine. Okay. Yeah, like, those are so great because you can just, like, sort quickly, right, into two piles. Like, here's who's got it, who here who has not got it yet. Mm -hmm. And then find a time to take like to meet with those kids who don't have it yet in a little small group at some point um, it could be outside of math sometimes like I mean especially now in COVID world it's like you just try to pull kids when you have time it might be during independent reading time I don't know anyway to just check in and have them go back and look at it and reflect and be like let's try this again right because it's like they're going to need that foundation to move on in the unit yeah, and it's going to also ask us on the HPA, like we're supposed to choose one assessment, analyze it, and then write about how we're going to reflect with the students and give them feedback. Mm -hmm. and yeah, like I always just took that little stack, gave them each a clipboard, like, hey, let's all meet at the front carpet for five minutes. Like that's all they need sometimes. Like, okay, let's reflect and let's let's look at this together. And they bring, they erase, erase, and I'm like, yay, you're erasing, you're having a growth mindset, you know, just like pumping them up for like really trying and to keep working on it. And then when you're done after five minutes together, they have a sheet that's like, oh, correct, and they feel really good about it, you know? So I would find time to, and you know what, or it could be, individual check-ins as they're rolling in in the morning for breakfast that's yeah there's quite a bit of time there yeah yeah and if there's a few of them there pull them at the same time or it might be individual check-ins but uh try to get to the actually that's the perfect time i think during breakfast because it's like that quiet time as they're rolling in anyway okay cool mm -hmm. lesson two is that on here as I keep scrolling, yeah, is this yep, it? Yep, there you go, you're, you're there. Okay, so we went to four. And then which 
see the language function first. Oh. Uh -huh. Right. And our sentence stems are like, this array shows where there are blank groups. Each group has blank. The total is blank. Cool. Mm -hmm. That looks great. Yep. And with arrays, I mean, you could also go into rows and columns, but I would just keep it with groups. Yeah, groups in each group. It's great. Okay, so the way we communicate learning target is we reflect on yesterday's work, or we're probably going to change that now that our lesson changed, kind of. Um, our learning target is I can use arrays to show and solve multiplication and division. Cool. Um, for activating prior knowledge, put up a slide with pictures of arrays and ask them again, what are these? Kind of reflect on back on arrays. Cool. Um, and then I also went to Seesaw and I scrolled way back when you were working on arrays with them and they had so many good pictures. I know! So I was thinking of taking some of those and like putting examples of, do you remember doing this? Like, yes! That's okay. awesome. Okay. So, and we tried to make the arrays super fun. Like there's this website where they have these like unit chat images where it's like apples or Pokemon cards or things that make the arrays more interesting than looking at boxes, you know? Sure. That gets them really excited about it and they loved it. Mm -hmm. Or even little fish, little guppies in rows and columns. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, do they have math kits here? They're, yeah, in the back. They're oh. squares. Are they all there, or do we have them individually? They're all there. Okay. So yeah, if you want, do you want to see what's in there? Yeah. Go ahead, grab where there's ours. We have one in there with your name on it. I thought it was in the desk for some reason. But, okay, so we're going to have to have time to pass these out. Yeah. Um, or just have them go get there. Yeah, or do you guys pass them out each time? We're going to have like, two yeah. students pass them out. Here's a couple of pass out papers, um, crew peeps. So, so our next step is ask students to take out their colored squares from their math kits. Allow about two minutes to explore. Yeah. They, we haven't used these before. And any time, even like the second or third time you use a manipulative, we should have like two minutes of expiration time. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want with them. Set the timer when the timer goes off. We use for learning only. Um, and if for some, like some of them are really mixed up. Like look at this one, so it's mixed with the other shapes. Then be like, just pull out the squares. So their whole two minutes might be just pulling out the squares, but that's okay. Oh and wait, they're using those? Yeah. Oh. These. Or we could give them each their own little cup of little ones cubes. You can do that too. Um, given that there's probably a handful of students in our class that have lost theirs, or mm -hmm. um, it, it might take a long time, especially for them to organize their squares. Okay. Then we'll do this. Give them each a cup. Of these. Janelle actually has these in your class from when we were measuring math. The rest of mine are in blue. You know when they're measuring math? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just give them each a cup of these. Or, oh, 
Oh yeah, and that's good. Just because they're well, they're they're red or yellow, you know. I just feel like using two colors would be good for them, right? Or just one color, maybe? Or does it matter? Yeah, those those would, I think those would probably be Some of my students are pretty organized and will be, you know, probably able to just pull theirs out. Yeah. But I don't know if that would be advisable if you just say, okay, go ahead and pull out your squares and then kind of walk around the room and the kids that don't have them, then just give them some of those. You could, you could totally do that. I think, yeah, I would try to have everyone have the same thing. Yeah. So it's not like, you get those and I get these little thin paper ones right. or something. I don't know. It's silly, but well, the little there's things. Well, probably like, what, a thousand of those squares in there, maybe? <laughs> Don't worry. Second grade has a ton of those, too. We could always borrow some from them, so that's no big deal. Cool. Let's just use those. And so then we'll just pass out, like, a cup to each kid. Have your free expiration time. Two minutes when the timer goes off. They go back in the cup and ready for mining. Okay, so then... Talk me through what comes next. Um, okay, so then we're posing a problem. And from the lesson, it said to use an example from the chart. That mm -hmm. So like three horses with four legs each. What right. would that look like as an array? Cool. Ask students to use their squares to make an array that shows the problem or equation. Yeah. And then students are sharing it. Yeah, and I would always have like your own set ready under the document camera for kids to come up and just build with to show how they did it. And it's like, hey, you could build it like like this way or this way. Is that showing the same thing? Yeah. Okay. You know? Should we let them, rather than giving them a problem, should we let them build their own array? So we'd have a variety of problems? Oh. Because, like, some kids that are really struggling, maybe they would just want to do, like, two by three or two by four, whereas the, maybe the advanced students, three by four might be simple for them, and they, or would it be better to keep it all 
uniform? You could, um, you, I, I do think it's a good idea to have space for that. At some point, have it uniform for the three by four, but you know what you could do during that expiration time, be like, hey, during this time, just like build an array and show me what you come up with. And I always have my phone on me to like, just take quick pictures and you could always use their arrays for like later, like pull it up to show as examples. So maybe start with a uniform one and then later yeah. in the lesson, allow them to maybe build their own. Yeah. That way you're sort of differentiating yeah. the different For sure. levels of understanding, I suppose. Uh, yep, I agree. Cause then eventually they'll want to write this in like their math notebook and then give them choice later of like what array they want to build and write equations to match. So, okay, after the three by four thing, what comes next? So we're using that sentence done. Uh-huh, great. Is this good for describing the array? Like there are blank groups, each group has blank, the total is blank. Yeah, yeah, and I think for arrays, you could though also connect to rows and columns where I've always had like the kids say like rows side to side like columns up and down so they like use their arms to remember it um they're kind of the same thing but I would just keep that language but the kids might bring it up they might say rows and columns at least in our group same thing but yep that's great okay so Sam what are you doing All right. Uh, so students are sharing that. Some students are coming up to share what they built. Yeah. Or use uh, our like. They can just use yeah. the ones up here, so they're not like hauling their like array, mm -hmm. unless they built it on top. Oh, you know what they could do? You could have them build it on top of a whiteboard, and they could use their whiteboard marker to label, and then just bring up their whiteboard to show. Whatever. Either way. Um, Okay, the next part is now we're looking at the same array, three by four. Uh -huh. Let's look at it in a different way. This array is also showing division. Yeah. If we have a total of 12 and each group has four, how many groups do we have? Mm -hmm. Can you show that using their array? Yeah. So they'll keep the array they have. They're just writing the division equation to match it? Um, well, they're, they're like, showing like what their array I was thinking maybe like splitting the, the sections apart. Oh, okay. So it would be like three groups of four. Okay. Or like maybe doing it with them for that first one, kind of like just showing them, okay, let's take, we have total of 12, each group has four, so one group, two group, three groups, four groups. How many groups do we have? Mm -hmm. Four. I see. Yeah. And then maybe we can write this maybe. Or you could start writing for the next one. I would just have them then get into like either their math notebook or a whiteboard to be. Because it's also helpful for them to like label. Eventually, they're going to connect this to area later in the unit, 
the ceiling if you have a height of four and then the three this whole area so so then like would you rather have me whiteboards or notebooks to record your equations later um, you can do whiteboards i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> Is it something that they're going to need to refer back to? Um, not necessarily. Then I would probably like say whiteboards then. A little more fun. Just easier to share and yeah. um, easier to see, I feel yeah. like. Just bigger. Yeah. I do whiteboards. Because like, if this is like, this is their tiles on their whiteboard, and then they label it 3 by 4 and then write, you know, 3 times 4 equals 12, or 12 divided by 4 equals 3. They can, like, carry this up to show under the document camera, too, with their whiteboard. And when we say, like, can you um, show an array, build an array that shows this, um, should we write, do they already know? And if we say, and label it, do they already know? How to label it, or should we like show them that this is going to be like your array and they're going to put labels here? They have seen this before in calendar. It was um, like this. They had arrays in February. Um, at least our class did like this. Where oh, we talked about yeah. Mm -hmm. The February calendar marker. Students explored. So, and they labeled their arrays like that in multiplication, too. I like press them to label. You probably saw that on their seesaw activities, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, build it on your notebook and label it? Or whiteboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whiteboard. Yeah, and label. Oh, we would always go like how long and then. How tall? Mm -hmm. And it's like those aren't the coolest vocabulary words. <laughs> how tall? I know that's not a math word, but it helped them because they were like, "How tall?" Anyway, we make the connection for them. Um, when we ask them, let's look at it at a different way. This array also shows division. If we have a total of twelve, each group has four. How many groups do we have? Mm -hmm. Can we just tell them, can you show that using your array, or should we model it for them instead? Well, like, they will already have that array. They might not be stuck to get, like, right? They'll already have this in front of them, whether it's like this or like this, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if they have their multiplication equation, then you could just come back to this chart and then be like, how would you write in your division equation to match, or to match that? Like, how many total do you have? And some kids, like Lila, will need to write or count individually. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Nine, 10, 11, 12, but they'll already know that from here. 12, yeah. Because um, I was trying to understand what you both meant about like split, like, yeah, I guess moving them. Yeah, I guess kind of making more groups rather than just connected is what you're saying. So yeah, like separating out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Three groups of four. Do that actually. Yes, do that. So yep. they're looking at the same array. You would think, yeah. That you're gonna, they're gonna kind of go like this, sort of. Yeah. To split it up. Yeah, that's great. 
Thanks for answering this. Yes. Yes. <laughs>